You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Godzilla. 2014. The world is beset by the appearance of monstrous creatures, but one of them may be the only one who can save humanity. Alright, let's jump into the spoiler-free section of the review. Uh, What do y'all want to say about this? This is such a great start to the MonsterVerse that uh, Legendary Entertainment is setting up for uh, that we've been going through so far. Uh, It's a fun, enjoyable movie, and it's I only have one big issue with it, which I want to jump into just as soon as we drop the spoiler warning, but (laughs) I'm just going to say, watch this in a dark room with the lights off, not to set any ambiance, but so that you can actually see what's going on in some parts. I, uh... Just my two cents. I really enjoyed this film. I got to watch it in theaters, um... Oh, yeah, it was fine in theaters. I didn't mm-hmm. notice this problem until I got home and was right. watching it on my own television. I'm, I'm going to have to have you tell me that because I haven't noticed it. So I will. Uh, I will. I'll... Yeah, same here. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'm the so only one who had you, this problem. Like God- Apparently, if you like Godzilla films, this is one to watch. If you like monster movies, it's a good one. Uh, kaiju films, etc. Um, and it's got a good cast. It's it's got a decent story for a kaiju film, and uh, yeah, so I- yeah. I'll- all I can say is, roar, roar. Yeah. That was a poor atomic breath. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and, and it's... No. Oh, go ahead. I, I actually really enjoyed this film. Like, most uh, kaiju films, I'm not the hugest fan of most of them, but this was a very good movie. Very good movie. I had seen Godzilla King of the Monsters, and I had my little problems here and there with that film. But this was actually a really, really good film. It had... Uh, a good story, decent story. Um, it was a fun film, and definitely how the the climax of the film was very. It's like okay, cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a solid film. It's PG thirteen. It's not. There's not that much in there that's going to uh, be bad for kids. It's just it's kind of scary, I guess, for them. Right. Maybe some language here and there. But yeah. I don't recall much. Um, but yeah, I guess unless there's something else, we should jump into that spoiler-filled section. Uh, so if you haven't uh, seen this film yet and plan to and are afraid of spoilers, please pause and come back and listen to us after the fact. Otherwise, continue on as we pre- begin telling you all the good, the bad, and the ugly involving monsters. At least these in this film. Yes. All right, Drew, you said you had something you wanted to say right away, so yes. let's start there. So here's the thing. This viewing, it was not as bad as the viewing that is most definitely in my mind because the second my second viewing of this movie i was at my parents house and uh, i was watching on their television their television is in a brightly lit room and the while the windows were not open per se there was still a lot of light in the room so when you get to these big fights such as hawaii uh when the mudo comes up near the beginning of the film in japan uh, the fight between the Mutos and Godzilla at the very end of the movie, half the time you can only just see random glow in different spots where different parts of the of the monsters are glowing, or the eyes maybe for a short second. Maybe the fires 
in the distance reflecting off of things. You can't really see the monsters doing much fighting because it's so the the contrast is so it, it's so dark in terms of the actual lighting. Now, this last viewing, watched it on the television I've got now, and it was a lot better. But at the same time, there was a lot of points where I was looking and going, you know, I'd really wish they put a little more light in the scene and make this a little easier to watch. Now, that being said, this is my only real issue with the film. <laughs> because so much of the rest of the film is is so good. I mean, this is... Uh, is this Gareth Edwards? Yeah, this is Gareth Edwards mm-hmm. directing it. So. He did such a good job with this film showing what it's like to be a human when these giant monsters attack and how they affect the uh, the standard everyday people who happen to be involved and happen to be able to set off atomic bombs while whose fathers used to work in atomic reactors. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and there's a lot of cool little uh, uh, Easter eggs here and there. My favorite being the fact that the, uh, the, the uh, main character, when he was a kid, his... Uh, Pet Caterpillar was named Mothra <laughs> long before we got to see Mothra in this franchise. Right. Huh. Yeah, you can see it written on there and in, in like or scratched onto like a scotch not scotch tape, but the you know the packing tape. Yeah. In a pen. Like a kid actually wrote the word Mothra. Spelled it right, which is amazing, but anyway. Hmm. Um and there's so much of this nice conspiracy theory. I do have a problem that the same kid, same guy happens to be and nearly every single place, except thankfully he wasn't in Las Vegas when that got tore up. Uh, but uh, it's it's just such a fun movie. And I love. I'm a big monster movie fan just because I've been in love with Tokusatsu since uh, the first time I watched Power Rangers. And it's uh, not only the fights in this are good. The CG in this for the monsters I think is amazing. You can tell they're they still kind of have the feel of guys in suits, but they look better than guys in suits. Just it's, a little bit. I mean, I know it's probably it's it was, it was uh, done with uh, motion capture, but it feels like they're still moving like the the guys in the suits would have moved. If that makes sense. So yeah, uh, it's a great start. It was it's the it was the first Godzilla movie I got to see in theaters, and I enjoyed every minute of it. So yeah, I enjoyed this movie. Hmm. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things about this film it is a darker film to begin with. I mean, they try to keep uh, the light kind of. I mean, in general, it's dark. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of very dark scenes. But I, I honestly didn't see any problem with it. I watched it with the lights on in my living room with two two very big windows behind me. I mean, they have uh, large blinds, but nothing special. Yeah. And I didn't see anything through there. But, I mean, I wouldn't say it was exceptionally bright in my house, but it was decent enough. Uh, I've got daylight like, bulbs yeah. in, my, in my living room. Like I said, this this second viewing was a lot better. I think that problem, with, or this third viewing, technically, of the movie, yeah. I think that second viewing, it's just all the amount of light. Right. Was, this was very bright in that room because of the, the beige walls and... Yeah, three giant windows letting the sun sure. in from the south side during the summer. You know. Oh, I hear you. Same we, problems. We, yeah. we grew yeah, up in a house with like uh, what was it? 
four, uh, five, I think, or six big windows in the yeah. living room. Yeah, five. There was always, always light coming in through those. So and, and this the movie during yeah. the middle of the day. Yeah, uh, you had to unless you had curtains up. There was it was it was going to have uh, yeah. issues. Plus, yeah. we were watching off of the direct TV recording mm-hmm. that they had made, so probably not the best <laughs> video quality. quality. Maybe, but um, yeah, like I said, this viewing it was much so it was much better. I just still wish there was more lighting. <laughs> I just wish there was more light in the scene. I, I hear wanted, you. I want to keep the dark aesthetic. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, could you just brighten it up a little bit so we can at least see the monsters look the time. it wasn't uh that episode of game of thrones bad well, i didn't watch game of thrones <laughs> there, so. there's an episode in the last season of game of thrones that is so dark that you pretty much have to be in a pitch black room or you're not gonna see a lot it's wow. pretty much anyway it's intended to be very dark uh, a lot of people had problems with it but it's not that kind of issue it's just if you have the right setup this is you might yeah, to dark and I'll room. and I'll admit I probably don't have the settings right on this TV either. Sure. So, uh, so so Drew is looking for a halogenic or a glow in the dark uh, no, no, no. Godzilla. That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> I'm looking for a Godzilla mo- a lighting for the Godzilla movie where they're actually feel good enough about their Godzilla model to actually put light on. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that the the thing that I remember the big complaint everyone had about this movie to begin with, which I did not like the complaint, I disagreed with it vehemently, was the fact that we didn't see enough of Godzilla and, and whatnot, which I, I mean, sure, I we saw a lot of them. I love seeing Godzilla. We, yeah. But, Sorry, go ahead. go ahead. But in general, the idea in most monster films, yeah. is they're, they go in and out. You see them for a little bit. You catch a glimpse. You see a leg. You see, you know, them attack something, and yeah. then they're gone again. And so, traditionally, in most of the Godzilla films that I've watched, unless you watch a lot of the ones where it's just a monster brawl, um, there's a lot of in and out. Like you'll you'll see the monster, then you have like the human element going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this one, they do such a good job with that human background uh, and the story that's going on compared to so many before. Uh, yeah, I think I think it really helps for that too. I mean, I know some people still are going to complain. I want to see a monster fight the whole time, but you know, at least it's a complete feel. Uh, like the story's well done and everything else. So, yeah. Well, taken on. Sorry, I'll let you talk in a minute, Jacob. But <laughs> <laughs> taken on its own, this, you, you have to remember this is not God. Well, this is technically like what Godzilla fifty, fifty one, fifty two, whatever number of movies. <laughs> it's one of those in, Zillas in the entire franchise. Uh, this is technically the first movie in a multi-franchise uh, multiverse. So you've got to start establishing a lot of stuff. And and here they're establishing that, A, these monsters exist. B, they Godzilla has been seen apparently before, back in the 50s. I'm assuming the original Godzilla movie. We don't know. It's never specified. Right. Uh, we do get to see Monarch for the first time in this film, and we get an idea as to who Monarch is, but not, you know, a whole lot of information. Godzilla doesn't show up halfway through this film because it's the film, while named Godzilla, is more about... Uh, I have forgotten the main character's name. Ford? Ford. Joe? It's really more about Ford. Yeah, Godzilla shows up halfway through because finally Godzilla has somebody to attack, which is the Muto who doesn't show up until after it's time to kill Brian Cranston. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, 
So speaking of Brian Cranston, who was, I still see as Malcolm's dad from Malcolm in the Middle. I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay. I know everyone. That's right. Else, he he wasn't Malcolm in the Middle. That's right. I, I know everyone else sees him as um, the dad. I mean, the uh, guy from Breaking Bad, the main guy. From yes. Breaking Bad. Yeah. I also hear him as the voice of the Bumblebee monster from the original Power Rangers show, but that's beside the point. Or the rebuild of Power Rangers Zordon. He he also yeah, he did that too. But yeah. He also in the voiced Power Rangers. He was a, a, the Bumblebee monster. Yeah, I remember reading about that. I think I remember but, him voicing Jim Gordon too at one point, which was really good. So wouldn't that's surprise a, me. But at no. the same time, I still see him as Malcolm Stat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the big complaints a lot of people were talking about when this movie first originally came out that Brian can't. They were saying that Brian Cranston wasn't in this film enough. And when when I watched it, I was like, "You're going into like the the flashback scene and the plant." implodes i'm like okay is that all he's in the film but thankfully he comes back so i was like why in the world are people complaining so much that brian cranston wasn't in this film enough he, he was in half the film i would say that's probably because and i do i do actually somewhat th- uh, think this even though i do like where we went i think they think brian cranston's character is a more complete character than really ford is sure what i and yeah. they might have preferred following Brian Cranston's character, who, by the way, I don't remember Brian Cranston's character's name. Joe. Joe. Joe might have been fought more fun to follow around, and maybe he could have helped more than uh, Ford did, because Ford bails on Monarch almost right after he finds out this exists, and he just keeps somehow getting involved because I don't know. He's got the he's a, he's the protagonist. So he has to be involved to something. Yeah. Look, uh, the thing with Brian Cranston's character Joe uh, that I saw was. He was, uh, the acting is better, um, mm-hmm. and they needed a good actor, a seasoned actor, who could play this role that is very deep and has a very lo- uh, a large amount of emotional responses and is, is also has an air of, edu- uh, of educational, or uh, has been educated quite a bit, that right. also can be seen as this crazy person. And I think Brian Cranston is one of those actors who just embodies some of those things a little too well. He does play crazy smart very well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I think he is good enough actor that he can do all of the stuff that was required for the role. But we get a full character arc out of him. Yeah, agreed. Exactly what we need from him. I, I get there like, oh, the big, big name actor disappeared about halfway through the movie, but that does happen sometimes. Look at Sam yeah. Jackson in... Uh, in uh, a deep blue sea look at lots of other i mean lots of other things like that sometimes they bring in a big name that you expect to live the whole film yeah i think the important thing to remember anytime you deal with a character who seems to get killed too early you have to look at his story or their story and say did i get this character's complete story right i honestly think with with joe we got his complete story yeah he Ren, he was in, he somehow was in charge of a Japanese uh, atomic uh, atomic uh, power plant. His wife was apparently a, uh, an engineer. She got locked down there when everything went crazy when the Muto set up camp, and she died. And then he went crazy because he felt it was his fault. And then he gets arrested because he tries to break in because he realizes, hey, there's something crazy going on. He gets his son involved because his son can't leave him alone and uh, find out, hey, the 
they're lying to us. There's not even any radiation in this town, much less uh, a need to uh, any other need. This is obviously some kind of conspiracy. And then you know, after he sees that, oh, there's a giant monster. He gets he dies pretty right. much. Right, and he brings his story is complete. Yeah, his story is complete. He gets the son involved. The son immediately drops the ball and runs away <laughs> to Hawaii. <laughs> Towing the Muto and Godzilla right along with him. Right. Yeah. You know, like, I, I like they're to, supposed to yeah, go there. I have to say though, the, the destruction of Las Vegas, I enjoyed um, immensely. <laughs> <laughs> Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. Um, I felt bad for Hawaii, I, I, but I part of me went maybe this is a Japanese revenge plot. You know, <laughs> oh, or, or repeat. You know, okay. Well, where's where's uh, where are we going to attack America first? Oh wait, we did this before. It worked well in Japan, Hawaii. Let's start there. Let's start. There. Well, it also <laughs> makes sense that that would be the next yep. step from Japan to America yep. if that's where the Muto is going because that's where his mate is. Sure. Apparently, Surely. yeah. It makes sense. Oh, we got to make a stop off at Japan, and we're going to get Godzilla's attention on the way. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, I mentioned earlier, and we've kind of touched on this a little bit, we have a, pr- a pretty good cast of uh, characters. Uh, some of the actors involved, like we mentioned, Brian Cranston. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson plays Ford Brody, who we know from... Um, uh, uh, what's that called? Um, I don't know. Uh, sh- there's, a, there's a word. What am I thinking of? Um, <laughs> think on. of it in a second. He was... Uh, uh, the superhero movie about the... the Realistic superhero people. Um, Badass? Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Kick yeah. Okay. He was in Kick-Ass. He played um, Quicksilver in the MCU. Oh, which okay. Is ironic okay. Because I didn't recognize him. And, okay. and he's now I do side by him. side okay. with Elizabeth Olsen, who plays his wife in this one. Oh, yes. that's where that's where people were talking about. As opposed oh, to just okay. the yeah. semi-incestuous relationship of the, of the MCU there. Uh, but that yeah, that's the ultimates. Come on, that happens in several. It's semi, yeah, whichever. Semi. I didn't say really. I said semi incestuous. Yeah. You know, there's yes. just an air to it. Oh, okay, uh, but that that is best people. <laughs> the that's one thing I didn't I didn't like because I didn't realize. Um, Aaron, who plays his wife? No, who plays his wife again? Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. As in the third uh, Olsen member. Yeah, the the, the, the younger sister. I thought the she was only a cousin. One that still acts. Yeah. I thought she was a cousin. No, she's 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 the younger sister. I was gonna she's say her younger face sister says she twins. looks just like them. I mean, she does. Yeah. Except brown no, hair. She is a younger sister of the twins. She's just the only one who actually still had a career. Okay. Outside of being child stars and models. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yeah. filthy, stinking rich. They all have something weird about their Alexander face. Getting Alexander Rodriguez but... in trouble. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely looks like an Olsen. Let's yeah. Heath Ledger, for that matter. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, it was Heath Ledger. It was her apartment they found Heath Ledger's corpse in when he died. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Um, so she, she, so she went a little when he OD'd. So she went a little Wanda Maximoff and hey, <laughs> the Joker. I, I'm not saying that she's a Black <laughs> Widow. I'm just saying <laughs> the Black Widow altered reality and killed the yes. Joker before he can make another movie. <sighs> Why? Anyways, okay. Moving right along. Um, <laughs> yes. Also. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, yeah. Um, there are lots of other actors who people probably know. Uh, David Strathairn, uh, who plays uh, the Admiral William Stentz. Um, I remember him from Alphas. Huh? 
I remember him from Alphas. Yeah, uh, Richard T. Uh, Jones, who plays uh, Captain Hampton. Uh, he's been a little bit of everything. Um, I recognized him right away, but I couldn't tell you what he was in right off the top of my head. I think he was in Phone Booth and some other stuff, obviously. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, and uh, for those who are fans of Letterkenny, Jared Kiso is in that also. Um, which uh, he plays uh, Wayne in Letterkenny, which is a weird Canadian show if you haven't seen it, but it's funny. And yeah, he plays one of the uh, one of the the like lead jump soldier. I think is what he's uh, listed as. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's the one who they say uh, I think he was gonna try to disable a bomb or something. I don't remember. And they're like, Oh yeah. Oh. Oh the oh the the, the uh, all the nuclear bomb. Be like, oh, we're gonna get him here, and the the Mudo shows up. Hump, 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 hump. It's hilarious. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna move some nukes cross country and try to completely evade these things that can sense the nuclear energy. They're following it. Yeah, I I was like, okay, so obviously they know where you're going. Yeah, you're basically be like, oh, Foley, here's bait. Come on, come on. Yeah, they they wanted to use it as bait, but they needed to get it past them first. Right. That was the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> but yeah. Needed a better casing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's a thing. Use lead. That stops Superman. Yeah. <laughs> or the the one I loved the most was they were at they were at the harbor of San Francisco and uh they're getting ready to load off, be like, Yeah, we're about to do it and quite literally the moots goes, stump. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it was a great shot, but I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, they just can't get a, you just can't get a break with a nuclear warhead. That's true. Sometimes you can't get rid of a nuclear warhead. Is that? <laughs> Thank you. you. got it before I could say it. <laughs> Thank Some you, days you Jim just Bob. can't get rid of a bomb. Well, yep, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. Who else? Uh, I think that's pretty much the, the ones that anybody's going to know. Uh, you um, missed a big one. Yeah. Ken Watanabe. There we go. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to mention him already and totally forgot. Yes. Yeah, he's in the sequels. <laughs> yeah. He's in, in like everything that Hollywood has ever needed a Japanese actor for. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I'm not trying to be mean. It's I, just he's he's if the, if the cat if they need a Japanese actor and they need him to be old, they get Ken Watanabe. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's, and plus he's a really good actor. He's oh, yeah, played he Ra's al Ghul a number yes, of times in uh, in uh, animated stuff and in Batman Begins. He played Ra's al Ghul. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. He was Ra's al Ghul. Yep. Yep. He played, been around forever. I mean, he's been doing stuff for a long time anyway. He's one of the I guess what you would say. Uh, he's a very successful. Uh, Asian American actor. I don't know if he's or just Asian actor. I don't think he's American, unless he is. Well, he wasn't born in America, so I can't say. I know his. he. I know he was in the uh, live action Ghost in the Shell. Mm-hmm. He was uh, the uh, leader of the uh, head of the police department in Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he he's in like a lot of stuff. He's just someone. Pretty much, if if you're looking, for, if he if they have a need for the char- a character like that. Yeah. They can just pull him. Well, he's the very straight-laced Japanese actor. Yeah. There right. Are, there are some who do a little more uh, comedic roles, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, just like anything else in any other race and any other ethnicity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are people who fill those roles for the non-American uh, looks we often need, um, and he's one of those people who gets tapped a lot because he's such a talented actor. Uh, Agreed. Those roles. I mean, you know, he's in a little bit of everything. 
wonder if he's in Mulan. Um, that's a possibility. I don't think so. No, I don't see. I don't see Mulan on his list. Mm. New one anyway. Maybe the original. I think he was in the old one, but uh, I don't know. When was that? Ninety four. No, I no, it's not it was on like his list. Ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight when this movie, that movie came out. Yeah. Uh, no, he didn't do it then. Oh, okay. okay. It's not on his list. Yeah. Well, they hired their Japanese person with uh, Ming Na Wen. Yeah, so. but she's not in the new one either, which no, which is sad. She, um, I love- well, they actually hired Japanese people to play Mulan, or Chinese people to do Mulan, yeah. and just get Japanese people. Right, right. Okay. Um, let's see. What else do we need to touch on? Uh, I would like to bring up the fa- the uh, the family connection in the movie. The Brodies. The Brodies. Yeah. Okay. Not not the Brodies trying to eliminate a shark. Yeah, I was gonna say I do like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a monster it's, it's a movie good, with Brodies in it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good you know homage or tie into. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, the strained family the and it ends on a boat. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, it does end yep. on a boat. It ends with a <laughs> monster trying to kill up. it and one. Yeah, yeah, yep. Chew on this, you son of a. Yep. <laughs> yep. Except it wasn't oxygen; it was a nuclear bomb, and it, and it wasn't a wasn't a mechanical uh, creature either. No. Sad fact: there isn't any people in these monster suits, but that's okay. No. Uh. But you were saying, Jake, the Brodies. Yeah, the Brodies, the uh, the family connection of how um, Ford and his dad have been you know been estranged for years, and his dad's obsession of trying to discover the truth. Yeah. And uh, that. That family dynamic, it has um, how it grows and develops, and uh, Joe passes away until the son mysteriously is. I get it; it's part of the story, and that he's almost in, he's involved in every single situation in which it's the Motus or Godzilla shows up. Right, he's involved in every every aspect of it. He's I, got the kaiju bungee cord. On. That would go. He doesn't know it. Well, but yeah. it kind of makes sense though. It's like he just happens to take the right direction. Part. Yeah, that's, but that's rest, understandable. But part of it is he's jumping on these military things that are going where they think Godzilla or whatever's going to be. Yeah, and of course he's going to be true. Yeah, but at the same time, it's not like he can get uh, commercial flights to get or anything. Yeah, to true. Work on that. Sure. Yeah. Also, the fact that like he's uh, his expertise of what is in the navy. Yeah, yeah. Navy is uh, he's a nuclear technician, I believe. Well, he's a bomb expert. Uh, a bomb yeah. expert. Yeah, at, at diffuse. Just makes him perfect for this movie, right? So, I mean, you know, they, they <laughs> you would think it's like they wrote this into a film, Jacob. Yeah, it's, yeah, it sounds like they did. Your main character has a purpose beyond just being the son of somebody. I, I, I am aware of this. <laughs> I know. I was trying to make a joke and it backfired on me. Go figure. There you go. Either way. Um, uh, not to overcorrect you, but Andy Serkis was the motion capture artist for Godzilla. Motion capture. There was a guy in the suit. It's not a guy in the suit. He's a guy in it, it, a suit. It's a mocap suit, so it counts. Doesn't count. <laughs> Doesn't count. It, it counts. It counts. No, no. You can't count motion <laughs> capture the same as dressing in a rubber suit. I'm just saying they mo- they filmed it. They, they used the actions in the same way they would have done in the suit, so it counts. No, I mean, uh, no, no, I can't give it credence. Sorry, it's 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 not. It's the, still 
it, it still tokusatsu. That's all I'm saying. No, no, it's literally yes, it not yes, it tokusatsu. That's <laughs> yes, the point. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. No, yes, it is. There's no one's. No, 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 not tokusatsu. Just because you don't think motion capture is that does not mean it's not. Motion capture capture is not tokusatsu. If it is, everything that's come out in the last twenty years almost is tokusatsu. And your point. <laughs> Yeah, no. No. Just because uh, a, a style of acting that was for special effects was primarily done in Japan up until the late 90s when Lord of the Rings needed a way to make Gollum actually look decent and got Andy Serkis to, to try out this newfangled motion capture stuff. And now motion capture is everywhere. It does not mean the rest of it is not. Now, I wouldn't call the rest of it the genre, in the genre of tokusatsu, but it is still. That style of tech is this a tokusatsu technique? It's more golem than tokusatsu. It's not, I mean, it's, you know, no. I, I'm just saying it's the technique, maybe not the genre, but the technique. I, I will grant you that there are similarities in the technique. That's the best I can do because you're literally, no, there's no rubber guy walking around miniatures and stuff like that. There's a dude standing in front of a screen with bubbles all over him being okay. I do need to actually look up and see how they filmed it because I, I, in my, I, what I've seen of King of the Monsters, yeah. the sequel, they do actually have miniatures they're running around in, even if that's not what was used. Okay, well maybe, yep. maybe there is yep. more to it than we know. But far, far as I understand, because I've watched the extra features, uh, I didn't see any uh, footage or anything of like using motion capture or miniature series, like you said, with uh, the sequel. Uh, it could be a possibility. I did, I don't remember watching all of them. I could be mistaken, but we'll have to go to the film to, to watch it. To uh, I'll check to, the special features later when you bring my copy back. <laughs> After I'm done watching the special features, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I you gotta, you I gotta just, stop watching Thundercats a little bit so you can do that. I've watched two episodes, Jim. Oh, I'm at like twenty something, so I can't complain. I'm just... Yeah, hush. Well, you have more time than he. Yeah, does. exactly. Hush. Do I? Do I really? Yeah. I yes, don't know. Yes. I don't know if I do. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. But... Let's see. Eight hours a day. Hey, your situation. Hey, you, you know, I use my hours. I'm just saying, I don't. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm fully aware you use your hours. I'm saying I'm but busy. You have a little more time to do what you. You want to do throughout the day. I'm all, just saying. All, all, all we're saying is that if you decide you need to take a break from whatever you're working on, you only have to walk about five feet to the cat to the television <laughs> to watch Thundercats. This has not been my week. Jacob has to that does not has to wait till lunch break, which is usually four hours, unless somebody doesn't come in when they're supposed to. He has to wait seven hours. Hey, yeah. I'm saying this week. I don't know if I've had that much time. I just made it happen and slept like a couple hours to four hours a night. That's uh, okay. Up for it. So, so he's sacrificing. So we the... see where your priorities lie. <laughs> Who needs sleep? We're still young, vibrant. I individuals. do. Nah, nah. You can sleep while you work. I used to work there. I know how that goes. <laughs> you can you can walk around sleepy. It's okay. Yeah, I've I've done it several times. I know you have. Anyway, back to the. Anyway, but back, yeah, either way. Back to, back to guys in mo motion capture suits. <laughs> I will admit mo it's not rubber suits, but we'll say mo-cap-satsu. Okay. Yeah, mo <laughs> mo Let's go with that. Mo-cap-satsu. Mo All right, so can I say um, I love the sound in this movie? Yes. Like, yes. The, the, the ambiance of everything, and it was so just be like it, it drew you into the story. 
the lighting, the uh, the special effects, the the way they use the camera during the fight. Because I think it's the directors, they set up cameras where it would, like, the fight would go by, and you would literally have just be like, like, a photographer just barely got the shot in. And it's just that, like, almost like a freelance, it's a POV kind of shot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, okay, this is impressive. Like, really, really impressive with how they, the cameras and the lighting and the how they lit Godzilla and everybody else, where it looked realistic. And uh, now, mind you, we don't have a 300-and-something foot lizard walking around, but he kind of looked realistic. Yeah, that's one of the things they do with have the modern skin. Uh, yeah. With the modern films that we're getting that is great. We get the modern yes. special effects. But we're beyond that point where, you know, CGI really looked iffy a lot of the time. Yeah, right. You can tell all of it was fake. Um, you know, we've reached that point where puppets aren't necessarily better. They do about the same, if not worse, in yeah. some cases, because CGI has gotten so good. Yeah, we um, don't have to worry about a sock puppet, puppet pe- peeking over a mountain. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we're uh, that's one of the things that this does well, that we have this great CGI now, that we can pretty much do anything. I mean, we can in this instance, we're creating a 300-foot monster mm-hmm. involved with the city, and you're not having to build miniatures for most of it. Now, we could be wrong. There could be some miniatures done either way. Yeah, our knowledge goes. They're not doing a lot of miniatures, and if they are, they're phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the the CGI effects are so great. We've got great sound to accompany it. All the digital effects people involved in these projects, it's it's almost a number innumerable. Yes. It's they do a great job. Plus, in this instance, they actually had a great story, which I think makes it mm-hmm. even better. We're not sitting there going, "What's going on?" We're not sitting there, kind of, you know. It's, Especially if you look at some of the ones that were subtitled uh, back in the old days, they were just they were there as filler. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was like okay, just so we don't have to put a monster on screen for the full hour and a half. We've got little bits of a basic storyline, and there's not yeah. going on in this. There's a lot of depth to it. So yeah, yeah. One thing I appreciate about this is the design of our three monsters. Mm-hmm. You've got a redesign of Godzilla that, mm. that they went to Toho to have them design it to what they needed so that we didn't have a repeat of the problems with Zilla, the uh, the uh, original the 90s American Godzilla. Godzilla. The 90s Godzilla. We uh, Toho even uh, designed completely both the male and female Mutos. And... While they designed it, it was obviously done by an American special effects company, and they followed those designs pretty closely. So it still has the feel and the look of these the classic Toho monster movies, but it's still an American film with American uh, writing style. Still doing the same sorts right. of things, but I like how they at least kept with the... You can tell there's an intelligence behind Godzilla's face, which I can't say is true behind most uh, American monster movies. Very true. I would say I almost have a problem with how much intelligence is behind Godzilla's face, it seems like. Like, I feel like he's way smarter than normal, which which makes mainly just makes me worry about the King Kong versus Godzilla issue we're going to have at some point. Yeah. Traditionally, that was one of the advantages that God, mm-hmm. King Kong had over Godzilla was he was the thinking monkey ape style, you know, having that advanced intelligence. And in this, we see a Godzilla 
who can think, who can adapt. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. if you look at his face, you can tell that. He looks intelligent. We don't see that before this film. Right. And we'll talk more about this when we get to Kong Skull Island. For sure. But, yeah. Uh, I, I think even this King Kong is a very inte- is a much more sure. intelligent Kong. So when we get to Godzilla versus Kong, we might be in for a really good fight when the time comes. Yeah. But now we've got two other movies to get through before we get to that point. <laughs> that's true. And a quarantine now, to get past. True. Now the question would be, if I remember correctly, in Kong Skull Island, wasn't Kong like? 600 700 feet tall no they did make him bigger uh than the traditional kong so yeah that he would be the same size as godzilla oh okay that's well, I, 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 I thought they were, I, I thought the they were in the upscale up- okay i yeah. if i remember correctly um king kong is like half or less than half the size i mean of uh godzilla in the current franchise still mm-hmm. even though he's much bigger He's still less than half the size of Godzilla. Yeah, so they're going to have to come up with a reason for why Kong got bigger, unless mm-hmm. the, was it 50 years since, between Kong Skull Island and, and Godzilla versus Kong? Something like that. Something yeah. like that effect has caused him to grow even more massive. Yeah. Because he, he is technically, uh, we, we don't know how that, the Titanus, as, as they're calling it, genus, actually works, and how they grow to that monstrous size. Right. Yeah, um, there's parts of that we have not been told yet. So, um, yeah, it's three times the size, apparently, mm-hmm. from one quick glance at the internet. I don't know if that's 100 percent certain, but I know last uh, last I looked, it, yeah, it's saying three times. So, but if they're going for another King Kong win, which I don't want I to make the guess, maybe he could be. Use his uh, smaller size to be kind of a nimble. David versus Goliath sort of thing. Well, he's more nimble. He's a bit of an underdog, right? And that also gives him character. the chance to like move around more, do weird stuff, right? The problem- be able to move faster than Godzilla can move. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But he is going to be much smaller. So uh, unless they do something to increase his size, it's going to be an interesting thing. Or he may be teaming up with someone to stop Godzilla. I don't know. Um, yeah, we, we have no idea if how many other monsters they might decide to bring in for this. It yeah. could be closer to uh, destroy all monsters than actual King Kong yeah. versus Godzilla. Or maybe a Royal Rumble? Well, I was actually using a Godzilla subtitle. <laughs> yeah, sure. or who knows? Maybe the, uh, maybe the government will be giving him something to help him fight Godzilla. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and, and a there mech is... Or a... We'll get, we'll we'll uh, talk more about this when we get to, to uh, King of the Monsters. But yeah. there is a hint in the end credit sequence oh, yeah. of King of the Monsters yeah. that shows that hints that maybe one of the militaries is building Mechagodzilla. Yep. But we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Eventually. Let's see. What else do we need to touch on on this uh, this clash? Not not the future one, but the one we're talking yes. about for this movie. <laughs> the movie Godzilla versus, versus Godzilla. Uh, I like. I will say the very end, the the end, where it's basically the the head scientist of um, Monarch. Sarizawa. Yeah, Sarizawa. I said it right. Thank you, <laughs> Sarizawa. 
It uh, is one of the easier Japanese it, names It to is. Say. So Sirizawa throughout the film is telling the military, just wait. Be like, you do not have to use milita- you know, nuclear nuclear yield. Be like, just Godzilla will fix it. Yeah. And they were like, oh, no, this is this is our, like we can't depend on this big lizard. We have to do it now. And well, it is, really doesn't work out for them, but Zilla does the job. And he literally... Zilla wasn't in this movie. <laughs> hey, hey. Godzilla. I always call him Zilla. I am trying to save you from the fans, because Zilla is a reference to a particular form of Godzilla. Zilla, 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 Zilla. <laughs> Godzilla. If you would like to write Jacob directly... <laughs> nine, 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 nine. <laughs> We'll post something on Facebook. Hey, <laughs> feel free to just message on Facebook on what 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 Jacob's saying wrong, and I'll go delete. Go to Jacob's Daily. Blah 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 blah. It's at the end of the thing. They'll listen if they're listening now. They can check it out. They'll find. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Either way. Cancel Be Jacob. Like, okay. Fine. Hashtag <laughs> cancel Jacob. What? <laughs> I said Say hash- what? I said hashtag cancel Jacob. Hey. <laughs> We're in the middle of Zillagate over here. Zillagate. Yeah, apparently. Um, <laughs> but yeah, You're, I, I do very much enjoy uh, that aspect, you know, where we're getting to see uh, where he's like, look, Godzilla's here to help. Obviously, he's going to straight. Nature is going to fix itself, even if we don't know it. I really love the pocket watch. And yeah, that was a good touch. That yeah. was very They good. haven't explained the pocket watch yet, I don't think. They did. The they did. I was getting this confused with King of the Monsters. Yeah, you know, he, it was his dad's. Yeah. I mean, that's what we get from it. So, you know, and it, it was his dad's and it stopped well, in, uh, when the uh, when they bombed Hiroshima. Back, yeah, it's a tie back to the original reason the original Godzilla film was made in the first place. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, I, I really liked that. I thought it was a very poignant moment uh, for the film. And again, it, it also keys to the fact that while he may think nature can handle it, he really just doesn't want us to try using nuclear weapons because of all the devastation they've caused. That's true. Well, and plus, it's not like nuclear weapons ever helps in these Godzilla movies. <laughs> yeah. Nope. It's true. Nope. 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 Very true. I mean, he's, in a, he's a monster powered by an, a, a, a radiation. Why would a, an atom bomb actually take it out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, And plus... And plus, I do want the uh, the finishing move in which Godzilla takes out the last Muto. Oh wow! Yeah, eat atomic breath. Yes. <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh, yeah, it was it was so good. Just literally melts of the Muto away. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was perfect. Yeah. Just mic drop. Yeah, blast. We're done. Blasting right down his throat was was fantastic. I, I really like the scene where we see Godzilla wake back up afterwards. You know, everybody assumes. Yes. Oh yeah, he was like, man, that was such a good nap. <laughs> And he looks right at uh, Serizawa. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know who you are. We'll come back later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, me, got business later. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Down in Atlantis. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But yeah, um, I think, and honestly, it's just such a great uh, it is. Godzilla film. Um, you know, as much as, you know, we see way more of the Muto uh, than Godzilla and, you know, mm-hmm. Like I said before, I mean, you could you could argue that maybe you don't see enough of Godzilla, but they want you to want more Godzilla. I think yeah. that's part of what they're trying to accomplish here. They know they want to make this uh, series of films where we see mm-hmm. more of Godzilla films, more monsters, King Kong versus Godzilla, essentially. Yeah. You know, uh, the new one, anyway. Godzilla versus Kong, I think, is what it's going to be called. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, they want to continue the franchise. They want to do more. And they want to encourage more of it because this is, as much as it, it does uh, kind of sit as an icon in, in pop culture, it also is kind of a cult following. There's not, It's not traditionally, anyway. We don't see blockbuster after blockbuster of... Uh, not, not American blockbuster. In America. No, the, Jap- the Japanese films right. make tons of yen. Right. But that's what I'm saying is we don't see that here in the United States. We mm-hmm. like to see that's what they're really trying to do with this film is get an American uh, following and get it because I mean sure, right. again it's in pop culture well, everywhere but create those the, big movies. Right. At the same time we are seeing at least in the industry a lar- the American audience for for a worldwide movie is shrinking in terms of importance while the Asian market is increasing. So it makes sense. Sure. Uh, you need to, you want to get Amer- Americans want to start making these movies, but they have to make it in the sense that the entire world can join the, right. the, the general public of the entire world can join in, not just the, the nerds over here and all of Japan. <laughs> well, absolutely. And we, because otherwise Toho would keep going. And we really want to see a larger, uh, a more diverse audience and a diverse, uh, and uh, uh, more diverse films coming to the United States. Look at what mm. we've seen recently um, with *Parasite*. I mean, talk about. I mean, it was I think the first uh, non-English language film to win Best Picture. Um, Only because the Academy Award was scared of uh, ant- ant- cartoons back in 2004. Sure. When *Spirited Away* got very close. Right. But I, but I mean honestly though we're talking about I mean it was fanta- it's a fantastic film if you haven't watched it you should watch it um, and I don't like subtitles but I did very much enjoy that film um, anyway but we're tr- we're starting to see this trend towards bringing foreign films here that maybe aren't English based I mean we did I mean we've seen a few of those via things like Godzilla in the mm-hmm. and now we're starting to see that increase and that push for a more diverse. Um, uh, uh, library of films to show up in the United States. So I think between that and between the more global idea of uh, film and getting more of a, making sure we hit all those points and all those places around the world, that's going to hopefully continue these sort of things. So, yes. Yeah. But that's what everybody's going for anyway. So, yeah. Anything else on this before we rate it? I can't think of anything. Neither. Okay. Well, let's let's rate it. Who wants to go first? I'm gonna give this one a four point five. Uh, as much as I do like the more human focused story in this one, there is a part of me that's like, I really <laughs> wanted to see more monster fights. Sure. And of the monster fights I saw, I would have actually liked to see more of the scene instead of the black pixels that were taking up most of my screen. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's still such a good movie uh i it's a great start we do get to see some better monster fights coming up uh even if the stories maybe suffer a little going forward a little bit but uh i mean yeah this is a franchise that th- uh, that i will be there opening night pretty much as soon as it, as soon as it goes to see the next film because and that's going forward, no matter how bad the films look. Because <laughs> this is just gonna. This is these are good, clean fun. When you yeah. get right down to it, and even this movie with its more serious story is still a good popcorn movie. So, yeah, four point five. Jacob, my rating would just—it's a five. Be like, it's an amazing film. 
Uh, it has a great story. It has good fights. It has good animation. It has or CG. Uh, it has good character development, good arcs. Um, there again, it has really good fights. Um, and the amount of devastation in this film is phenomenal when it comes to just like earth shaking kind of devastation. That's really nice to watch. Um, that makes me sound like a really, really, really disturbed individual. Uh, but it looks good. You're talking to the guy who was bored at Halloween. You're five. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, a five. It's really, really good. I've seen the other of the other films, and I have issues with those. But, yeah, a five. Uh, I'm, I'm going to join the 4.5 club on this one. Uh, okay. Look, I think it's really good. Um but I, I I can't quite give it a five. There are a couple of things that just I didn't love, um, but nothing major. I mean, again, it's kind of hard for me to just go, well, this sucked and this sucked. It's not that bad. Um, but there are a few things I wasn't in love with. And again, I, I think it does a really good job of launching this whole thing. I think this is probably the best one we've seen so far uh, going forward. It, anyway, uh, I think the next few aren't as good either. But hey, we'll get there. We'll talk about those, but I think when we get there, one of the better Godzilla films in all of um, all the previous ones. Even I'd say it's one of the one of the best. I think they do a really good job between the story, the special effects, uh, everything tends to roll together really well. The cast is really uh, a, a good cast for the most part, um, and I I don't see a lot of holes in this one, and I don't know why anyone would hate it. Uh, if they like a Godzilla films in general, I could see mm-hmm. it may not be your cup of tea because you don't like those kind of films. Maybe you really just wanted to watch a couple of monsters fight for an hour and a half. Sure. Uh, Guess what? You got three movies in the <laughs> franchise that are going to take care of that for you coming soon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it, it is literally uh, a really well done film uh, that is a Godzilla film. Um, I, I, I don't see any reason why anyone would hate it. But hey, you know, people hate movies all the time. People are weird. That's very true. Um, yeah, that's that's all I've got. And unless, all right. it, unless there's anything else, uh, this concludes our review of Godzilla from 2014. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative, or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.